Hey guys, it's Sim in this Wrestling Unlimited as it's Monday and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. Now, I'm going to say this is going to be kind of a shorter show because there's not a lot of news. Excuse me. There's not a lot of news coming out of the weekend that we didn't already talk about on the um, on the Full Gear review. There's a lot of like full gear notes and stuff, but it's like, oh, all that was coming out while we were live from the press conference media scrum thing, so not too much there, but we do have some good and bad updates on MGF. Uh, AEW wrestler that might need back surgery. What's going on with the Young Bucks? Ronda Rousey's status with AEW and so much more, because again, this is the wrestling wrap-up every Monday and Friday morning right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. You can catch the show live on Twitch and YouTube, or you can listen to it later on podcast services all around the globe, like Stitcher, Spotify, Googlepod, Applepod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below, or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe with a tier subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Or use it on somebody else. I don't care. I mean, I do care if you use it on me, but I just hope you at least use it and support somebody. Also remember to head over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and then hit that join button to become a channel member. Finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game like Alan Wake 2, claiming a old, getting an older game like Ratchet & Clank or Rift Apart, or claiming the free games, Earthlock, or Surviving the Aftermath, use this code right here. PW Unlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Hell, go to the Epic Games Store and download Disney Speedstorm because they're just about to wrap up their Aladdin season and they're about to get into their Let It Go Frozen season starting on December 30th. So you may want to jump in there. You may want to use this code PWUNLIMITED when downloading for free Disney Speedstorm so you can get in on that Frozen Let It Go season. With that, we got stuff to talk about. So let's jump right in. MJF. Let's first talk MJF contract news that does come from House of Wrestling. House of Wrestling does write the following. The past weekend was big for AEW World Champion Maxwell Jacob Friedman. At AEW Full Gear, the young pro wrestling prodigy successfully retained the ROH Tag Team Championships alongside impromptu tag team partner Samoa Joe, who was substituting for an injured Adam Cole. You already heard me rant and rave about all that. Don't get me started on that stupid overbooked shit. That was just, oh my God. And I'm not the only one that feels that way. I mean, Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer, they've multiple times now, Brian especially, has gone into how overbooked this whole main event segment and over, yeah. It was just so overdone that the match itself between MJF and JY was a good match, but I could never fully vibe with it because I'm sitting here going, okay, so this man like three hours ago was so hurt that he couldn't wrestle. Why are they clearing him now? He's not like he got, 
Yeah, let me start. It's not like the doctor sent him back and said he's good. No, he left the hospital, stole an ambulance. Again, don't get me started on that criminal offense. And then Adam Cole was too injured to be in the ROH tag title match, but he's not too injured to get sanctioned for the for the AEW world title. So much going on. Back to the report. Following the match, MJF was viciously attacked by the guns. This is talking about following the tag title match. And was sent out of the arena screaming in an ambulance. The main event was changed to feature Adam Cole, who could not compete during the Friedman title match, in, who was set to compete instead of Friedman. Uh, Friedman then would miraculously show up last minute and retain the title. The win further solidified Friedman as the biggest fish in the AEW pond, something he is not shy about discussing. And trust me, this also did no favors to Jay White at all. A man who stole the title and then couldn't retain it or keep it or get it, whatever you want to say, against a one-legged man who was never sanctioned to be or who was not sanctioned for the match and just showed up and, yeah, made it made Jay White look bad. We'll go with that because that's true. Uh, late last week, Friedman did an interview with Sports Illustrated. Friedman again played up his idea of his contract coming up on January 1st and the bidding war of 2024. So, like, that's going to be, I think, and this is just me fantasy booking here and just thinking December 30th is their last pay-per-view of the year that whole show almost kind of needs to have a big what's MJF gonna do vibe because if his contract is up on January 1st which is a Monday it's not like that's a dynamite and they go into that dynamite will MJF sign his contract will MJF stay with AEW you know so I don't think, I think that 30th, that World's End show, there needs to be a big overlaying storyline on that entire program throughout start to finish. What is MJF going to do? Is MJF going to leave the company? Is he going to stay the company? He's going to defend his title, but is he going to have the title at the end of the show? Is he going to pull a CM Punk and jump the barricade at the end of the night? That was different because his contract was up that day. And then they had a show the next night. Monday Night Raw, that they could play it up and this and that. So, I don't know how they're going to play up this bidding war of 2024 because it's like January 1st, was he going to go on social media and just be like, I signed a new deal with AEW. Don't expect me on Raw tonight. Or, are they going to play it up like, I haven't signed with AEW. What am I going to do? Bidding war 24. And then fans are going to go into Raw thinking maybe he's going to be on Raw and that's going to help WWE's rating. I doubt that happens but that's a possibility that AEW could actually help oh, a single night of raw here now i know i'm probably going too much in the weeds and this is not going to happen but if you think about it think about it listen 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 linda what if monday morning january 1st 2024 mjf goes on social media and is like i'm a free agent where am i going what am i gonna do where will i show up and then that leads a lot of these stupid wrestling fans, and there's a lot of them that, like the ones that think that Jade Cargill is going to be in war games on Saturday, still, they're going to go into Raw going, oh my God, can MJF show up tonight? Is MJF going to be here? MJF's a free agent. They can use him now. It's not like he was released and there's no, 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 no you know what I mean? So then there's going to be a lot of interest on, is he going to be, which is not going to happen. He's going to be on Raw tonight, January 1st, 2024. And then if we see that the raw numbers are maybe up. Just saying. I doubt that whole prediction comes true. I hope it doesn't. For AEW's sake. 
But yeah. But then at the same time, like you almost have to not say anything on January 1st and wait till Dynamite and just be like, Tony Khan has an update on MJF's contractual status tonight on Dynamite. It will open the show, this and that, da 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 And then that's still like the whole, well, we're waiting for days. We're waiting for days. Like Raw always had the advantage of being on a Monday, especially when their pay-per-views were on a Sunday, because it was like, pay-per-view ends, you only got to wait till the next day to get updates on a lot of storylines, which is like, pay-per-views now are on Saturday. It's like, ah, I gotta wait till Monday. It sucks when you see a big bloodline story on a Saturday or a Sunday and you go, man, I gotta wait till Friday for follow-up. You know, it, it really stinks. Raw's always had that great advantage of being right there at the beginning of the week. So when a pay-per-view is over on the weekend, you're waiting less than 24 hours. Now you're waiting 48, but still, it's not as bad as having to wait almost a week. Collision, you're waiting, or dynamite, you're waiting three days, four days before you can get a follow-up. So, back to the report, me ranting and raving. Anyways, how's the wrestling? Has heard from several WWE sources who believe that Friedman has quietly resigned with AEW. And this is what a lot of people have been under the assumption of. I know Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful has stated, I believe he quietly resigned. I think Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez of FRW Online, the Wrestling Observer, have both stated previously, I think he's resigned already, so... Most have been under the assumption that this is already the case, but one higher up in WWE stated that there have been, quote, zero talks between the two sides. Well, even if his contract is up on January 1st and he hasn't signed a new contract, you can't talk anyways legally. It's contract tampering. Tony, I'll sue you. They also further noted that the idea Friedman is set to enter free agency imminently is, quote, a false narrative and that they have... And that they are believed that it is believed that he has re-signed and is re-signed until 2027. So that would be a three-year deal. 24, 25, 24, 25, so 24 to 25, 25 to 26, 26 to 27. That's like on the same as like an Adam Cole and a Malachi Black deal. I think Moxley's is up in 27 as well. Let me see. When did I think Bucks and Kenny and Hangman, their new deal went to 27? Let's go to pwunlimited.co. Check the resources tab. We actually just updated this recently. Yeah, so FTR, Adam Cole, Malachi Black, FTR, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman are all set to come up in 27. So that's going to be a big year for AEW, especially if MJFs is also set for 2027. Um, Quote, this is a completely in-head story. One WWE source said, 1,000%. Another WWE source said, I was told a while ago he is under a long-term deal, which is why they stopped pushing the 24 stuff. Granted, he still says it on like the scrums and, and in interviews, but he doesn't say it. I've noticed this. He doesn't say it as much on Dynamite or Collision, but he's rarely on Collision. But if you think about it, MJF and the bidding war of 2024 is not mentioned as much as it used to be on broadcast, on television, on programs. Now, when he does an interview, he talks about it. When he does the media scrum stuff, he talks about it. How's Wrestling has reached out to AEW for content or comments regarding Friedman's contractual status and has not heard back. If we do, we will update this post with their response. Now, I don't think they will respond. 
And if they do respond, they're probably going to just give a... But we'll see what happens on January 1st. They're going to just give a blanket statement because they don't want to screw up this storyline. Especially if, like I predicted, and that World's End show has a big, huge, overlying story arc of what's going on with MJF and his contract. Because that's... Really, they have to do something there. They have to make a lot of storyline, you know, things happen on that show. That's going to be a big selling point. That and who's going to be a new Triple Crown Continental Classic champion. Now, as we move forward, and I don't know how, but this drink just squirted me in the eye. We have some more MJF news that is not as favorable, I guess you can say. This news just come from Wrestling Purist as they write the following. MJF has sustained a couple of knocks following AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view, according to WrestlePurist sources. He participated in the main event of Full Gear, defending his AEW world title against Jay White. The build-up to the match on the show had its twists and turns. After his ROH title defense on Zero Hour, the guns attacked with a chair. This led to MJF being taken away in an ambulance to open the pay-per-view. The injured Adam Cole was set to replace MJF, but he eventually returned, fought through his injury, worked injury, and won the title match against Jay White. However, coming out of the match, MJF is legitimately banged up. Although MJF mentioned being banged up at the media scrum, here are the details we can provide. According to sources, MJF hurt his hip when performing an elbow drop to the outside and had to have it popped back in after the match, which is why he said in the scrum, Doc Samson's going to have to uh, pop my hip back in place. I just thought that they were getting crazy with what injury was actually the injury. Okay. But the report continues stating, he was also said to have banged up his shoulder when taking the top rope Uranagi. I noted that. I noted that it didn't look good when MJF landed on his shoulder. I said they did the Jay White, hit him with the top rope Uranagi, and MJF landed, landed right on his shoulder. So that was very noticeable. MJF is not expected to miss any TV time, but the current plan is for him to be featured in a non-wrestling capacity while healing up for AEW's World End pay-per-view. So there we go. MJF is banged up with a couple of injuries coming out of the Full Gear pay-per-view. And I said that that Uranagi landing, when he, when, you know, because it was one of those twisting ones like Solo does, and when they did it, he landed right on his shoulder. And I said, hey, this doesn't look good. I said he looked, he landed hard on his shoulder. But speaking of AEW wrestlers that are injured, unfortunately, it looks like Juice. Juice ain't loose. Juice may need back surgery. This report does come from Sean Rossap and Fightful as they write the following. So unfortunate news for an AEW star. Fightful has, conf- excuse me. Fightful has confirmed that Bullet Club Gold member Juice Robinson is slated to be out of action for the immediate future. Robinson was absent from this weekend's AEW Full Gear in Los Angeles as he is dealing with an injury. Eiffel confirmed that Robinson sustained a back injury recently and it will require surgery to fix it. We're not sure exactly when Robinson sustained the injury, but he last competed on the November 1st episode of AEW Dynamite where Bullet Club Gold defeated MJF and the acclaimed. We weren't given any specific timetable, but we were told he's likely done in the ring for the year. Though, it wasn't expected to be an extremely drawn-out absence bearing setbacks. So this really does stink 
for Juice Robinson. They did some sort of like a storyline injury on Rampage Collision. I don't know which one it was. Those two shows kind of just blended together for me. Where he like got his hand, head slammed into a um, TV. And then they said he was out and injured and couldn't be at full gear. So that was why he wasn't there on Saturday. They did an injury angle on Friday. So I'm like, if he was able to do the injury angle Friday, if he was able to do, you know, the stuff he did last Wednesday, why couldn't he have been there Saturday? Did something happen between Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday that exacerbated the back injury to where he's like, I, I just can't. I can't. So I don't know. But unfortunately, Juice Robinson is going to undergo back surgery. And we can't, like, usually we go, oh, well, this kind of an injury, pop, 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 Google search timetable normally. But we don't know what kind of a back injury it is. There's multiple back injuries that it can be. Is it an upper? Is it a lower? Is it a spinal? Is it, you know, there's so many different things this can be. We can't even predict, but he's not expected back for the remainder of the year, which in turn would make one think he will not be, A, in the Continental Classic, which I thought would have been cool to see Juice in that, but also not on the World's End pay-per-view. Other guys that won't be in the Continental Classic, it may not be on WWE, I mean AEW programming here for a little while, is the Young Bucks. Because the Young Bucks have seemingly stepped away, I have to say quotes on that, from AEW right now. As Brandon Cutler sent out this tweet over the weekend, stating, quote, pull it up here on the screen. I am being told that the Young Bucks will be taking some time away from wrestling. People close to Matt and Nick's camp ask for camp are asking for privacy during this time. So Cutler sends out this tweet yesterday morning, and a lot of people at first are like, oh my god, what the hell's going on? But then we learn from Fightful, it's a storyline for their heel turn as Fightful writes the following. The Young Bucks are experiencing a personality change. And we've seen highlighted, as we've seen highlighted on AWTV of late. Now, Brandon Cutler has said that the Young Bucks are taking time away from wrestling. But there's more than meets the eye. The Young Bucks are poised for a heel turn. If they haven't already undergone one in many's eyes. But we're told that they won't be alone in this. In addition to the Young Bucks, there have been plans for them to be joined by others. Fightful has learned that Brandon Cutler is at least tentatively slated to continue with the Bucks as well as at least one other personality as they continue their turn. The tweet that Cutler put out indicating that the Young Bucks are taking time off of wrestling is to further that, and he'll be doing a lot of speaking for them on screen and social media moving forward. Those that we've spoken to say that the altered format of being the elite is also part of this. For those asking, things are fine between AEW and the Young Bucks, who signed new long-term deals recently. They were mistakenly removed as EVPs on the roster page a couple of weeks ago, which was actually only a week ago, and it was quickly rectified. So this is all storyline. Young Bucks are taking some time off. Brandon Cutler then sent out sent out another tweet this morning that did state, quote, Sources close to Matt and Nick are telling me they have officially finished up with being the elite. So yeah, this is all storyline. Not sure where it's going to go. I mean, we know where it's going to go. It's going to go to the heel turn. We saw after they lost to Jericho and Kenny Omega, they threw fits. They were smashing chairs, and I think Nick threw both of his shoes into the crowd and this and that. So now the question is, 
Who is the other person with them? Or at least one other person. We know Brandon is going to be with them. But who's the other? Who is this third person? And here's my prediction. I could be 100% wrong on this. What if it's Kenny? What if this whole Golden Jets thing is a sham? And Kenny, when they finally get their title shot against Billy and Big uh, Ricky and Big Bill, Kenny turns on Jericho, and then boom, the Bucks show up, and then Jericho's got to go find new friends. What if that's the end game here? That the elite are turning heel. Not just the Young Bucks, but the elite. And that Kenny was like, yeah, at first, I wanted to team with you. We had a common enemy in Don Callis, and then we became tag team number one contenders, and this and that, and da, da, da. But then he can say something like, but then you took it all to your head, and you got a big head, and and you made it all about you, and this, because maybe Jericho can be like, yeah, I've done this, or we did that, and not make it we, but less we and more on him. You know what I mean? And that's going to then, in turn, make Kenny want to turn with the Bucks. He'd be like, screw you, Jericho. And then we get the Bucks and Kenny against Jericho and whoever. I don't know who his new friends are going to be. Maybe 2.0 go back with him. Maybe Sammy and Guevara, or Sammy and Garcia. I don't know. But that's my prediction. I could be wrong. But I think it's going to end up being maybe Kenny also turns with the Bucks as well. And then we get a thing with them and Jericho going forward. No, no timetable on how long they're gonna they're gonna um what's the word I'm looking for stretch this out though. Now somebody else that worked for AEW or more specifically Ring of Honor this past weekend that we don't expect back or at least back in any full kind of capacity is Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey did work a Wrestling Revolver show on Thursday, then showed up late uh, Friday evening, worked a Ring of Honor taping where she teamed with Marina Shafir against Athena and Billy Starks. She actually even motioned in the ring, I want the belt. And then Tony Khan did address all of this at the media scrum after full gear, as he stated the following. She's not signed, but we have a great converse. We had a great conversation. It came about, of course, there was some unfinished business. They had the match, and I thought it would be great for our fans to settle it in the ring. At the Wrestling Revolver show, they had the tag match, and to be honest, I had spoken to them, and I thought it would be great to have a match and build some interest, and then have the story come back to Ring of Honor, where Athena is the Ring of Honor world, Women's World Champion. Billy Starks is her minion, and there was a lot of interest in that. Ronda was happy to come here, and she was great. The crowd was really excited to see her, and it was a great match. We'd love to have her back sometime. She is local, she lives nearby, and that really helped make it possible, so anytime. It's convenient. We'd love to have her back because she was tremendous. It was a great match. And if people want to see it, check out Ring of Honor. Now, Ronda Rousey's status was addressed on Wrestling Observer Radio Saturday night with Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, where they stated, quote, With Ronda, it's a one-shot deal. Obviously, if Ronda wants to work more, they will use her anytime. She was doing a favor to help Marina. Basically, what this was, was she had done all this stuff where she got to team with Shayna in WWE, and she still wants to do stuff with Marina and the Wrestling Revolver, the Lucha Vavoom, and this all came up to work with that. Now, I don't know about Ronda motioning for the belt, you know, like she did, but Ronda did get the, pin, the submission win in the match, and the logical thing to do now is Ronda Athena for the title at Final Battle, but that's in New York, and so it's like, does Ronda want to travel all the way to New York for this? 
Does Rondo want to travel to wherever they're going to be over the next couple of weeks to build all of this? Maybe they have Rondo film some stuff for a house and they just keep sending in video promos. Again, it's all going to be on Ring of Honor. So that's like, what the shit? Because they won't put the Ring of Honor women's division on any AEW programming. You got the, the Ring of Honor world title. You got the Ring of Honor TV title. You got the Ring of Honor tag titles all on AEW programming. But Athena, Billy Starks in that women's division, never highlighted on AEW television. If you didn't know, you wouldn't even know that Athena was the AEW or the Ring of Honor women's champion. Unlike knowing who the other champions, for the most part, are. The six-man titles as well. Because Tony, for some reason, doesn't want to focus that belt on any of his programming. Now, he's also, in turn, shied away from using the pure title as much on AEW programming. But even when that was with Yuta and Garcia and stuff, that was on TV a lot as well. So, we'll see how it all does go. But it looks like it could have just been a one-off and nothing more for Ronda Rousey in, in, in Ring of Honor. As we transition to some WWE news, let's talk about possibly a big production change coming to Monday Night Raw. Eiffel did report yesterday that soon, and as soon possibly as tonight, Monday Night Raw could be getting a brand new theme song, and now we have even more of an update on that, stating, quote, Eiffel has learned more about some changes that are set for WWE's Raw theme, uh, Raw theme song soon. As mentioned this weekend, there have been discussions about changing WWE Raw's theme, with the change possibly coming as soon as this week. However, there are other elements of the production getting new themes as well. As best we can tell, the new Raw theme will be titled Born to Be. There is also music for match graphics showing the, showing the crowd and the like. That didn't make any sense to me, whatever. We're told the names of those are Survival, Came to win it, an Eye of the Warrior. The publishers are listed as members of Def Rebel and Stephanie Music Publishing, Inc. The latter of which is WWE's music publishing company. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know WWE had their own music publishing company. Named it after Stephanie? Stephanie Music Publishing, Inc.? I want to Google that real fast. I've never heard of that. But yeah, it looks like WWE is not just going to have one new theme song for Raw, but potentially five. Four, one for the open and one for different elements of the show. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, Stephanie Music Publishing label. Stephanie Music Publishing Inc. Here we go. Based out of Stamford, Connecticut. Been a thing since like two thousand one. Ninety eight. 97? Really? Hold on. Um, Stephanie Music Publishing, Inc. When was this established? Let's see all filings on the trademark and the company. I think it's since 1987. Business formation, 1987. Oh. Huh. September 17th, 1987, the business was formed to get incorporated. Okay. That's interesting. I never knew about that. What is this? Um, and then, yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
never knew they had their own publishing company for music. And it's been around since the 80s. Cool. So yeah, it looks like we're going to get multiple new themes potentially for Raw. And we'll see how that all does go. Now moving down to some NXT news here. One NXT wrestler who's been out since like the end of January has kind of given an update on her status as Nikita Lyons says she's coming back soon. This write-up just come from Fightful and Colin Tessier as he writes the following. Nikita Lyons' road to recovery continues. WWE NXT star Nikita Lyons has been out of action since February as she has been recovering from ACL surgery. It was said that she would be out for up to a year. In September, Nikita Lyons said she could soon start training in the ring again. Lyons took to social media on November 20th and thanked the people who have been supporting her throughout her recovery. With one fan actually asking for an update, stating, quote, how's your recovery going? Lyons would respond in stating, we'll be back soon. Lyons herself has not competed since the January 20th episode of NXT Level Up. She was attacked in the parking lot on the 24th episode of NXT and, well, essentially put on the shelf. So we don't know how soon soon means, but Nikita Lyons is stating that she will be back soon. And somebody who's not coming back to NXT, but looks like they are joining NXT, could be former Deadlock Pro Wrestling World Champion, Jay Malachi. Malachi did participate in the most recent WWE tryout, and it was said that he was at the Performance Center last week. Now, the former DPW World Champion is the former because he has relinquished his belt, as this write-up does come from Fifle's Jeremy Lambert, as they write the following. Jay Malachi has relinquished the DPW World Championship. Deadlock Pro Wrestling uh, announced that Jay Malachi has relinquished the DPW World Championship after his victory over Alex, Alec Price at DPW World's Strongest. A new champion will be crowned at DPW's second anniversary on December 10th. Well, there we go. There we go. Jay Malachi, most likely going to WWE, or else why would he need to relinquish the belt? Why would he need to drop the title if he wasn't going to WWE? And all the signs are there. He had a tryout. He was at the PC last week, and now it's just a matter of time before they announce his signing. And then there was Brogan Finley, I want to say, was also there last week at the Performance Center after having a tryout. So it looks like he will be signing as well, most likely. With that, that is all the news that we do have for you guys here within the, the wrestling wrap-up. I told you it was going to be a shorter one, got around 30 minutes. But tonight is Monday Night Raw. Luke and I will be back to recap that show. And so far, one, two, three, four, five things have been announced for that show. So let's pull them up here on the screen and check it out. As far as tonight's Raw does go, bow. First off, we do know two Superstars will face off to decide the War Games match advantage. Now, we don't know who those two are going to be. We got one from Team Judgment Day, one from Team Rhodes or Rollins or whatever you want to say. Honestly, so go here. This could play into this right here. Honestly, Drew is going to open the show and address his actions from last week. If Drew is announcing that he is actually going to join Judgment Day in War Games, then maybe Drew is the one that wrestles for the Judgment Day in the Advantage match. That's just me, fantasy booking. Also, speaking of action, Raquel Rodriguez will take on Nia Jax. Becky Lynch will finally get her hands on Zia Lee. 
and no graphic, but Chad Gable will step in the ring with Shinsuke Nakamura. With that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up here. Again, me and Luke will be here tonight following Monday Night Raw, breaking down that entire show. So with that, if we do hear anything else on Raw, we'll have it for you right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining us here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Have a great night. Have a great day. We'll see you tonight. If we don't, have a great week. We'll see you Wednesday and then Thursday is Thanksgiving. So have a great Thanksgiving. If I don't see you in the chat till then, have a good one, guys.